Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios in Atlanta, it's time for On the Money, presented by Embassy National Bank. Now, here's your host, Joe Moss. Hi, everybody. Joe Moss. Uh, You're listening to On the Money, uh, the show that's brought to you by Embassy National Bank, bringing you topics and professionals and discussion that will help you manage your business better and be a better small business person. As you know, at Embassy, we are all about helping small business, and uh, today's show is no different. Um, We're going to have a discussion on networking. Um, with uh, Will Carraway uh, with the company called Chief Networking Executive. Will? How you doing, sir? Good, good. And uh, first, a shout-out. We've got uh, Mike Salmon, our producer, back in the studio today from his travels over uh, just north of Iran. I looked it up on the map. Yeah. And um, he had an eventful trip. It worked his butt off. Uh but uh, sounded like he at least had uh, professionally had a lot of fun. So welcome back, Mike. Glad to be back. Great experience. And your show airs at midnight in Azerbaijan because I was listening. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Deara is still with us. She's uh, interning and uh, I guess won't be returning to California, to University of Southern California until probably, what, August? There you go. Okay. So anyway that out of the way will tell us about chief networking executive how did it get started and what is your background joe i got started a couple of years ago i was on the board of directors for the johns creek chamber i spoke a lot on networking and a few people asked me after i do a presentation your uh, spe- presentation was very effective can you help me and i'd have 40 or 50 percent of the audience come up every time so i started my business about a year ago but prior to that i uh, lived in hawaii for 18 years moved here with my wife because her parents live in johns creek didn't know anybody so i joined every chamber and i did what most people do let's go out and tell everybody what i do well i was a financial advisor and i think everybody needs that kind of financial help they do but unfortunately when you tell people that you're a financial advisor or a banker or a realtor or an insurance man oh my god what do they do <laughs> they roll their eyes in their head and they say things like you think they're thinking did i feed the cat did i turn a dishwasher on they're trying to get out of that conversation so after the years of practice i've learned and 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 a lot about networking there's two different kind of people there's an introvert and the extroverts the introverts don't like to talk about themselves and extroverts like myself, I thought I knew everything. I knew how to small talk, but my biggest problem was I talk too much. I don't listen, and I've learned the secret. So I got into my business. Uh, I am um, very fortunate. I'm, I work, uh, teach online, udame.com. I have over 800 students. I wrote a best-selling book, The uh, Professional Networker, and I actually had the honor of teaching or being involved with an uh, elementary school two months ago teaching fifth graders how to network. We're trying to work with Jeff Foxworthy. We're going to call it, can you work a room better than a fifth grader? So that's where I'm at. <laughs> this is really interesting. And I never, ever in a million years would think that networking would become a business of its own. Oh, right. well, It's amazing, sir, because what happens is, uh, if I can talk just briefly about the networking, because when you get a business or in a business or you've got a very good talent, Basically, we want to get out and tell people what our service or practice is, what we do, and how much we charge. So we go out to a networking event, and we'd say, well, people say, what do you do? To be honest with you, people don't really care what you do. Why do you think they're asking you that? So that you'll be nice and polite and ask them what to do. Now, if you're, I'm going to use you, if you don't mind, Joe, being a banker. How many bankers, the last time you went networking, how many bankers were in the room? 
Uh, more than two? Yeah, certainly. Yeah. When I was a financial advisor, there was at least six or seven. Now, think about this. When you walk up and say, say, Will, what do you do? I'm a financial advisor, insurance salesperson. The other five or six people in the room have probably talked to that person and told them or used the same words that you're using. So after they hear that, well, we like to help people, so forth and so on, they start rolling their eyes in their head and they said, I've heard it before. I don't need it. Don't want it. Didn't buy from them. Why should I even talk to you? That's where the challenge comes from. That's why I, I really do well. Okay. Um, that's, that's really interesting. Uh, we need to get, <laughs> need to get into this because okay. I've, I've suffered through some of the same issues that you have where people talk to me and I go, I really don't. It is so it just it, it's almost like it doesn't matter what someone has done before. Correct. Correct. How can you help me right now and in, in the future or. Uh, or can I just find a way to relate to you? You're right. You hit the nail on the head. And we've only got three or four hours for the radio show, so I'll, I'll give you a brief. There are three basic steps that you need to remember when you're out networking. One is you've got to have chemistry. If you don't have chemistry with that person, you're not going to refer them and they're not going to refer you. The second thing is you have to be perceived, not really, but be perceived as the, as the go-to person in your industry. And the third or last is you have to be able to solve a problem now or prevent one from happening in the future. So what your comment, Joe, about saying how to get to know the person, the idea is to, to control the conversation and basically to find out what you have in common. And the best way to do that, as simple as you can be, is say, how you doing? What do you like to do when you're not networking? And people will stop and say, what do you mean, what do I like to do? Because it's a thinking question. It's not something normally asked. And people say, uh, well, that's none of your business. I don't know you, or uh, it's really none of your business. And I say, you're absolutely right, Joe. It's none of my business, but I don't refer businesses. I refer people. And I mm -hmm. thought you'd be a nice person to refer. So I'd like to get to know you if you're open to that. They usually go, oh, yeah, man, you know, I feel the same way. So that's the, the key is, is how to find, if you got a bunch of golfers in a room, what are they going to talk about? Fishing, you know, windsurfing stuff. They're just, yeah, let's talk about it. So. And then, by the way, oh, what do you do? Mm -hmm. You built a relationship. So, um, help me with the today's definition of networking. If someone were to say, um, "Will define networking for me in today's world," how how would you answer that? Well, let me step back and tell you what some of the questions that the my clients. Uh, I usually have a, several uh, attorneys, CPAs, financial advisors, physicians, also. And what happens, we have a lot of people that will walk up to me and say, Will, i am uh, got a double major in biology and chemistry, and I just couldn't find a job, so I got a job down here selling, uh, at this store selling meagers. I was selling meagers. I did good. They now made me the marketing manager. I have to go out to these networking events. I hate networking. I don't like the way they talk to me. I hate it when somebody walks up to me and tries to sell me something they can't afford or don't need, and I'm just going to stay in the corner here, and maybe nobody will come over and talk to me. And I walk over and say, your boss made you come, didn't he? They said, wow. So the idea behind that is that person doesn't understand the concept of what networking is. Networking is the most effective, the most efficient, and the cheapest form of building your business. Because what I teach is referrals. How do you get that referrals? And I ask people a question, what does your perfect client or customer look like? And most people can't answer that. They always say, well, I'd like to talk to the uh, decision makers. Well, we all do. Mm -hmm. But... That's one of the questions, and I'm, uh, I hope I'm answering some of the questions. I'm getting into different areas, but I love these questions. This, this is what a lot well, of Well, it just seems to me that in, in the old days, networking was picking up the phone and calling an old friend. Um, 
Is it? That that's, hasn't changed, that, right? Well, that's true, Joe. That's one of the things in the old days, and I, I, I'm not going to tell you how young I am, but I used to be able to walk into a store and fill out, fill out an application, talk to the boss that same day. Today, you can't do that. Things are changing. One of the things you got to remember is the world is changing, but people are not. They're just the same way. They're, I mean, they change. They don't change as quickly. They like to be. Twitter is nice. I mean, I see people that can type with two fingers faster than I can with both all all my fingers. But people like to look at you and say, "I really like this person." There's a chemistry there. They don't buy businesses. They buy people, like a bank. Mm-hmm. I've worked with a lot of bankers before, and one of the things I tell them is, "Don't pick a bank. Pick a banker." Because that's what it's all about. It's about relationships. Mm-hmm. All the banks are the same. All the insurance companies are the same. You know, it's what is. Why are you different from everybody else? And people have a hard time. But once they figure out, and we show them how to pull your qualities out, what you're good at. If you're, what do you like to do? Let me ask you, what do you like to do when you're not on the radio? I'll put you on the spot. Uh, at this point, what, look at videos of my granddaughter. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, how how many granddaughters do you have? I just have one. It's she's brand new. She's oh. five months old. I've got a. Uh, 12 teen and a 17 year old granddaughter right they're just they're great man you send them birthday you see where we're going with this right a conversation we said we have something in common what else do you like to do you know I, see that's that's the idea i'm not trying to put you on the spot joe right that's where people i met a guy at a well a, so what you're saying is that even though someone might be a banker what they really want to talk about is is themselves absolutely. kind of what makes them tick a little bit absolutely you have about 10 seconds to make an impression and I, this is one of the things i teach in my class in my books i recommend everybody have two presentations a 10 second which is 25 words or less and then when you're doing your presentation in front of a group your 30 seconds then you do your 30 seconds 10 seconds is related and i didn't know this till after i got in business but seven second is the average uh, attention span of a goldfish so you better get in before the 10 seconds and before the goldfish decides to leave the to window swim right? off the window I'll tell you what, that's what exactly what happens unless you captivate those people in this i've got people that are so this is the elevator pitch the 10 second when right. somebody walks up to you and says well, what do you do what are you trying to do is to see if that person is interested because you can't hit everybody in that networking group but if somebody's interested in your what i call it is the pain and pleasure you have a pain, I have a pleasure. Your air conditioning is broken, it's 9 degrees outside, I happen to be an air conditioning repair person. That's my pleasure. We get together, we solve, everybody. So that's a good point. I mean, all right, so if, if I've got 10 seconds, someone says, well, what do you do? Uh, do you answer the technical way? I'm the president of Embassy National Bank. Or do you answer it, uh, I work for a bank that we try to help people out. That's, a, that's telling them what your job description is. That's not telling them what you do. Uh, I, I had talked to a doctor one time, and he was talking about all the stuff he did and how technically he was. They don't care. How many bankers, if you threw a, a pebble in a bucket of water, how many banks would it hit in your area? People hear those words, I help, we have the best research, we have this and this. Those are words that everybody is using. you got to come up with new things. I'm not saying you have to be real. Uh, uh, one computer company, I was at a, a tech meeting the other day. I'm starting to get a lot of clients with the tech, uh, high-tech industry because they're selling IT. They don't understand the social need. One guy did this. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, sir. They're selling IT but don't understand social media. Yes, sir. Uh, okay. Well, no, no. They understand social media, but they don't understand what they I think the term is called soft skills. Okay. You and I have them. The younger generation is more of the uh, instant gratification, texting, LinkedIn, I didn't understand Twitter till about six months ago. It's the most amazing thing in the world. I mean, it talks to people. It's the new way to do things. Is that replacing 
human interaction? On a larger scale, the world is getting smaller through the Internet. I think everybody needs to be on social media, needs to learn how to Twitter, because don't tweet on what you had for dinner or lunch. Nobody cares. But you want to tweet on subject matters that are interesting to that person, the same things that you like and they like. That's where Twitter is captivating the world and, and making the people follow. LinkedIn is the same way. 20% of the people are looking for their uh, applicants on LinkedIn right now. They never did that when we were growing up. You know, so it's just, oh, my God, this is the amazing world out there. But I, I guess my question is, the um, at the end of the day, has all that replaced human interaction, or is human interaction still the most effective way to network? Human interaction is the most effective because people still buy things that they want, not that they need. You know, you bought that car because you wanted it. I mean, you justified it with the price and stuff. Everything That people, it's an emotional feeling. Now, when you're 10 seconds, remember this. When you say something to the person... They won't remember your name or what you do, but they'll always remember how you made them feel. Because hmm. it's important. you got to remember. We've had uh, some um, the IT guy that was sell- – uh, I'm not sure what he does, but he deals with doctors and integrating the system. I don't understand his verbiage. But he realized I didn't know what I was doing or talking about with his medical field. And he said – I said, well, what do you do? And he says, we help patients bypass the waiting room. That was his 10 seconds, which is so simple. It's, oh, my God. And you'd say, I'm going to remember you next time. I remember that presentation. I'm telling you that because I don't understand what he's talking about, but I know what he does. And that made me feel good because the last time I went to the doctor, I'm ready. I bring a sandwich and cookies and milk because I know it's going to be an hour before we get to see the doctor. So that's when, when you're talking about banking. Suggestion, don't pick up. What do you do? Uh, we're in the banking business. We recommend that you don't pick a bank. You pick a banker. Then you stop and say, well, what do you do? If they're interested, they'll follow up mm-hmm. because they know you're not trying to sell anything. Realtors are the worst. No disrespect to the realtors, but they're, you know we've got 55,700 of them in Atlanta. And if you, most realtors say, I help people buy and sell their homes. If you've heard that seven or eight times, you go, you see that realtor sign? You're not even going to talk to them. You're going to turn away because you know what they're going to say. Mm-hmm. Same with the bankers. Realtors, uh, if you're networking, bankers... And financial advisors, I recommend that you take your name tag off. Just now, what about, um, we do a lot of work with hotel owners. Okay. And um, uh, there's a lot of, hoteling has become a commodity mm-hmm. in a lot of respects. How does a hoteler distinguish himself from the guy down the street if he's in a networking event with companies trying to wrestle up some banquet business and that type of thing? Same thing. It doesn't matter what you do. Don, it does not matter what so you you're, what you're saying is we need to emphasize what you think you're different at as opposed to um, the the wrought uh, mechanical technical job that you're doing every day yes sir someone asked me the other day why are you different from anybody else and I said do you know the difference between a client and a customer and he said well they aren't they the same and I said well the cl- customer is someone that buys from someone else a client is under the fiduciary responsibility or the care of a person. Mm-hmm. I don't have any customers. All my clients are my friends. Mm-hmm. A customer will leave you in business is tough, but a client will not. Mm-hmm. That's what a relationship is all about. They'll think twice anyway about it. Anyway. <laughs> so um, I guess in a in a short definition, networking is is uh, getting your name established in groups that you wanted established in. Is that fair? 
Yes, sir. It's not who you know, it's who knows you. And mm-hmm. basically networking is a form that I use. I'm very good at it and very effective. But basically what we're networking is, is getting referrals. That's what you want. You want more business. How do you get business? How do you get people to refer you? Mm-hmm. You have to be liked. You have to be uh, the go-to person. And you have to solve problems. And he says, I, you know, I think Joe is a great guy, man. You got to talk to Joe. He's, I don't introduce people. I, inter, I mean, business, I introduce people. Joe's a great guy. Mm-hmm. He's got a granddaughter, just got a brand new granddaughter. I mean, really? How old is she? Let me introduce you. It's, that's how people start. And oh, yeah, tell me about your granddaughter, blah, blah. And before you know it, you go, what do you do? You know, I'm interested in some banking. So maybe we could have a cup of coffee and talk about it. And then you don't go sell banking, you sell your service and how you can help him with his pain. But, um, well, and, and if you go back to the, um, we, we've had this discussion, the, the best way to sell is not to sell, but Absolutely. to identify what the problem is and then Good man. Yes, and then indicate um, that you may have a way to solve that problem. Absolutely, sir. Absolutely. And, but, or, or how can we help you solve this problem? But let me ask you, you're absolutely nails on the head, I 100%, Joe, but let me ask you a question. Would you buy from somebody that you don't like or you don't trust? No. Probably not. No. And that's the first key. You've got to like them and trust them before you do any business. So why do the business before you build the relationship? That's worked for me. I tell you what, I've had clients that say, Will, I can't believe this. I went out and I changed my pitch. She, I can't. One lady just said, I, I got a $500 sale the mm-hmm. other day just by not just by being me and i said that's what it's all about well at the end of the day when a lot of things are you know you know king solomon said that uh, there's nothing new under the sun um that's true and if you think about it hoteling for example it's been around forever uh it's just gotten a lot more sophisticated yes sir um banking it's been around for millions of years just gotten more sophisticated um so there's a lot of stuff, and, and as a result of that, there's a lot of, there's really hard to identify something that's that's uh, brand new. So in all likelihood, you will end up in somewhat of a commodity business. So the only thing that you have that's different is yourself. Correct, sir. Correct, sir. Uh, I have a couple of clients that are insurance salespeople. That's tough. I mean, they I said, where do you get most of your business? And they get between 40 and 65% of their business on the internet. So you're telling me you're just dealing strictly with the price. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Where does the other 40% come from? We have to go networking. And normally it takes them six months at a networking event to build that rapport. I don't have time to do that. Neither do you. We need to get in, get out, see if we're going to do business. We can't do business with everybody. And my, phrase, my little phrase is uh, everybody wants to go to heaven, but not today. But when they're ready to go, who do you want them to think about? They'd, they'd like to think they're headed that way. I would, exactly. I would, well, we right. hope God bless you. know, right, right, <laughs> I'm going right. to be a bother. Well, listen, you're listening to On the Money, uh, brought to you by Embassy National Bank. And uh, we're having a good uh, – I'm Joe Moss, and we're having a good conversation with uh, Will Carraway of Chief, Chief Networking Executive about the concept of networking and i i told him before the show it's interesting because we just had this conversation at lunch yesterday here's what we were talking about in networking can you overdo it absolutely absolutely that's that's called the pocket shooter i don't know if you've seen them they come up to you with their cards out and their brochures and they just giving you the cards and those are yes you can overdo it there's smacks of desperation what does it smack of well, it's, it's, it's actually, I, I'm a very positive person. The glass is always half full. I think these people just don't have the education or knowledge because they're thinking the more cards I give out, somebody will. will well, they think it's a, since if I'm selling fire alarms, mm-hmm. it's got to be a, number ga- a numbers game, right? Absolutely. 
It's a, uh, a lot of people enjoy cold calling. I don't think that's one of my favorite things to do. Uh, it, you can get a numbers in it, but it's like the phone. You know, people call me if it's unknown. Don't take me off your list. It's just one of those things that's worked, but I can't do the cold calling. I don't want to do the phone stuff. I would rather build relationships and refer people that like me, that like me, because when you walk in a room and you see me with somebody, they'll come over and say, hey, you're with a good guy. This guy can help you, and I'm a connector. And that's what another thing I'd recommend that you try to do if you don't know how to help uh, network. Walk up to people, tell them what you do, and say, look, I'm trying to look for people that I need a, a plumber, I need an attorney. Uh, what kind of a person can I refer you to? What's a good referral for you? People like that because you're not selling anything. And they see you're honest and they open up to you. But normally, they're, if you start to sell, they're going to shut down, as you well know, Joe. Yeah, and and and, and my, the best conversations I have are just like you said, the, when, when um, I get the, a chance to get to know the person a little bit as opposed to what they do. And, it, and, and then... You know, in banking, it's you're only as good as your last transaction. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm sure it's the same in the securities business as well. Um, you you've got, got to, to uh, you got to perform every single time. Restaurant business, one bad meal, you're you could throw out a ten year history with the absolutely, customer. Absolutely, absolutely. A lot of the attorneys uh, that I deal with, they'll bring a new attorney in for a year or two, show him how to do everything. But after about a year or so, they say you've got to start bringing in business, or you're gone. You can't make partner. I'll tell you a quick story. I met a young man. Well, and that's and all right. And let's talk about that. Okay. Uh, because uh, I kind of had the same deal delivered to me. I'm not an attorney, <laughs> but I was in the consulting business with one of the big firms, and um, it was uh, you got to go get business. You got to go get business, and um, I wasn't. I didn't feel like I was very good at that, and I, I felt uncomfortable just trying to go sell something. So, what would you recommend for something like that? I would, uh, the term I use is farming. There's a, there's a lot of pressure. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you have to go out and get business. You got to keep the business going. That's why people network so often and they, they fail because they're pushing their product. You can't push your product. You've got to help other people to solve their problem. Mm -hmm. You can't sell. People don't want to be sold. They want to buy something. And that's what I help people do. All right. So when I tell people at Embassy National Bank, we like to help people. That's, that's, we help small business. Kind of dull. How about this? We <laughs> we uh, we try to uh, embassy national bankers. It's going to help you solve your financial issue. Okay, it's a good line, but everybody uses it. Tell me the passion that you have while you're in banking. There tell me go. tell me why you get up in the morning. Why you love your granddaughter? I mean, stories like that people love. They go, oh my God, they yeah. like people that are passionate about what they do, and they like to follow like that. Hi, we you know we help people with their money. Oh great, everybody else does too. But you're special. You're a dad. You're a granddad. You got this little baby. It's so cute. You got a picture of her. I mean, people get excited about stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, well, you were talking a story about the young attorney, I guess. Young attorney was, um, uh, well, it was it was a gentleman I met. He wasn't an attorney. I was in a big event, uh, an international event, and there was a young man there, uh, straight hair, coat didn't match his shirt, nice young guy, and uh, there were CEOs of the business. And I walked in and didn't have my name tag on, which I normally don't wear. And he says, "So, what do you do?" And I said, "If you can, if I can ask you a question." I should be able to tell you what I do. And he says, sure, go ahead. So I said, when you're not doing these networking, what do you like to do? And he said, well, I really like golf. I love it. And I'm not a golfer, but I know the, the term. 
So I said, are you any good at it? And he goes, I think I am. And he said, well, uh, and I said, well, um, have you broken 100 yet? And he goes, no, I'm almost there there. And I said, well, you know, I have a problem or challenge. When I start to hit the ball, it goes over to the right. So I kind of aim, turn my body to the left. And he says, well, that's called a swing or a chip or whatever. I said, well, that's just going to make it go further right, man. Well, except, well, see, there you go. You're talking to people. So I, he's saying, well, this is what you need to do. Do this. And he said, uh, and I said, well, what else you like to do? And he says, you haven't told me what you like to do or what you what you do. And I said, I show owners and companies how to build relationships quickly. And he, I'm not going to tell you who he is, but he happened to be a VP of one of the largest companies in Atlanta, and he invited me to his company. He had 12 salespeople, and we did talk. I don't have his business. I wish I did, but I have a good contact with that relationship. Because if you can't do business with everybody, keep that contact, because one day you're going to need that person. They're going to say, hey, John, Joe, come on. Yeah, come on in. I know this guy. He's a good guy because he helped me. So that's what you were talking about. You refer to it as farming. You use the yes, term sir. farming. So plan. plan. Yep, yep. Go ahead and. Talk about that a little bit. One of the biggest problems or challenges that everybody has networking, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is they don't follow up. After when you meet somebody really nice, oh, I'm going to talk to this person, everybody's on their schedule. They're not on your schedule. So you email them or call them once or twice for a week or two, and then people say, well, you know, they haven't responded. I don't want to bug them. I don't want to be like a salesperson, so I'll just wait. You know, I'll call them next week. And you take all these cards, you put the rubber bands around them and put them on your secret spot where all your cards are, and you never see them again. Well, that's the biggest mistake you should make. You should probably have... A, some kind of a, a mailing list you can get. To, I think it's MailChimp. Chimp is free, mm -hmm. up to a thousand a month. I had a guy that uh, I asked him. Uh, I said, "Don't send out." He was a construction company. I said, "Don't send out the construction. Send out something that you like, just to keep the people on your mind." He said, "Okay." I said, "What do you like to do?" And he says, "My wife and I love to bake cookies." I said, "Good. Send out recipes." He said, "Are you kidding?" I said, "No. Try it. Try it for three or four months." He tried it for six months. He says, "Will you're crazy. This doesn't work. I'm stopping this." Six people didn't email but called him after, I think it was the sixth or seventh of the month because he sent it on the first Where's month. Where's your recipe? Exactly. Why, why'd you take me off the list? What's going on? And he says, why? You, you, and he goes, my God, this is amazing. Because when they're ready for some construction work, they're going to say, oh, what's that guy? He sends me the cookies. It's on my email here somewhere. Oh. Sam, I mean, people make that mistake all the time because they try. I mean, it's like I ask people, can I put you on my mailing list? Well, are you going to spam me? Of course not. We're going to have a little list about all the things you're doing that's going on that might be interesting. And if it is uninteresting, you can always unsubscribe or whatever it is, unsubscribe. And they go, that's fine. And the emails go out and people, I sent a letter, went to Hawaii uh, two years ago for vacation. And I put a sign down there when I was in the financial services, wish you were here on the beach. I had a Santa Claus hat on, went on Christmas. I got more business off of that. It was on my newsletters. How did you get to Hawaii? But it's like, that's emotional things. Wish you were here. It's an emotional sale. It's not a business. It's emotion, emotion. Don't ever forget that. So when you come up with your 10 seconds, come up with your passion. Tell, tell me why, not now, but when you, why you're passionate about what you do, what you do for people. Not that you do. Tell me what you do. Tell mm -hmm. me your accomplishment. Tell me a story about how you saved somebody's financial life or saved an old lady from what, falling off the curb or something. Sorry. That's interesting. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, we, you can't overdo it. Should you set up a 
should you set up a plan or an objective i guess the better word should you set up an objective up for your networking absolutely sir i'm and this is kind of a high end but i'm going to tell people you can start at any level you want but when you're networking it's a business you're not there to socialize if you have friends i always get their lombardi time i don't know if you remember the lombardi time sure if you're the for the folks that don't know lombardi time he doesn't know what I'm talking you don't know lombardi <laughs> time lombardi coach lombardi vince lombardi when the best coaches in the world but he said if the meeting starts at eight o'clock and you're there at eight o'clock you're late you know so jerry kramer (laughs) had to run laps around lambeau field he said i'm here at eight o'clock he said you're late yeah you're late the meeting starts so the point i'm saying if the networking event starts at 5 30 or 6 you be there at least 20 minutes before the meeting one you get to check out the place you get to check out the person that's doing it you need to meet all the important people you know where the food is the bathroom and the bar you want to go ahead and eat first because you don't want spaghetti on your teeth while you're, you know, talking while you're eating. And hang out by the bar or the bathroom door somewhere because people are going to go to that. When you go there, I give everybody three to five minutes to talk about. No longer. I'm there for business. Other people say you need to, once you find somebody, go ahead and build a relationship. I'm not there to sell. I'm there to build relationships. I can make the appointment later. So I'm in there. My question to you, if I can start the conversation, how you doing? My name is Will. What do you do? Well, I blah, 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 blah. After about a couple of seconds, I'll say, I sell, I'm the networking guy, teach networking online. What do you like to do? And then I instantly, what do you like to do? Well, what, and then I, what do you like to do? That's great. If it's something that I like that we're connected with, I said, that's great. If it's not, I say, what else? What else and what else until I find something I like? And assuming that we connect, I'll say, John, I really enjoy talking to you. You're one of these people that I we consider either a giver or a taker. I consider you as a giver. Correct me if I'm wrong. Me? Yeah, uh, you're too much sometimes. <laughs> well, most people say, yeah. I said, uh, if you don't mind, I don't have anybody like you on my contact list. Could Would you mind me buying you a cup of coffee? I'd like you to teach me your buzzwords, what's good about your business, what about you, and more about you and your family because I, I refer people, not customer, or not business. Would that be okay with you? And what am I selling, me or him? I need to get to know him because I know we've got a connection. That's three or four, five minutes at the most. I take your card, put it in my right pocket because you're the right kind of person. You're the person I want to deal with. Now, if you happen to be one of those givers. Oh, <laughs> so I'm going to watch this guy the next absolutely, time. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Put it in the right pocket. If you're one of those takers, I'm going to give me a card. Talking too much won't let me talk. I'm, if you give me your card, I'm going to be very nice and take it. I'm going to put it in the left pocket. Do you know why it goes in the left pocket? Because on the way out, I look for the trash can, and I reach in my left pocket, pull all the cards out, and throw them in the trash can. The reason being is it's an efficiency move because, one, when you get home, you have to go through all these cards and find out who the Plus good ones are. Plus, you, you would have forgotten by the time exactly. you got home. Exactly. you got all the good ones here. You can mark a few things. you got three or four good guys. Going to have them to meet. So do you set an objective, for example, to uh, i got to meet 15 people? No sir. no, no, sir. I go there, and I'm, I'm, uh, it's a relaxing time for me. I say I'm going to talk to as many people as I possibly can. If my friends are there, I see somebody I know, I go immediately and talk to them, get them out of the way. I have one, If I, they're drinking, I have one glass of wine or whatever Coke or whatever. Have. I don't get drunk. I don't get drunk. I just have – I'm there for – I'm there to connect. What's a good referral for you? What's a good referral? If there's only 10 or 15 people, I can spend all the time I want. What's a good referral for you? What kind of a person are you looking for? Mm-hmm. What do you like to do? Who can I introduce you to? I'm controlling the conversation because I have an objective is to help you solve a problem. I don't know what your problem is, but if I can't solve it, I know somebody that can solve it for so you. So irrespective of your trade. <clears throat> yes, sir. You're just trying to figure out how you can help that person. Absolutely. Because why not? Because that's if I can help you, you're going to help me. 
Right. If we can't do business, you might be able to refer me down the road, and you might be one of my biggest uh, referral accounts. Okay, i got to ask this question. Okay. You wanted me to ask this question beforehand, and so <laughs> we're going to ask it now. The annoying person that won't leave you alone, yeah. how do you just leave them and get on to the next one? Okay, there's a couple of ways you can do it. Uh, my favorite way is this one, one of my chapters in the book that's the most asked question of thing. You've got a pocket uh, uh, shooter comes up to you and, hi, I want to say blah, 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 they start talking, and they won't talk to you. You try to change the subject, it doesn't matter. So there's a couple of things I'd recommend you doing. One is the phone is a very good one. Pull the phone out of your pocket while they're talking and say, oh, it's my doctor, mother, lawyer. I have to take this call. Will you excuse me just a second? And you walk off and you take the phone call. Now, you got to be careful because you make sure that your phone is on vibrate or mute because if you're Murphy's Law, you put that up to your ear and start talking, it'll ring and people he'll know that you're not thing. The second thing, which is also works very nice for me, is if you're talking, I may look over your shoulder and see uh, a gentleman or a lady walking by and I'll say, uh, excuse me, that's Jody. Uh, I've been trying to close some business with her. It looks like she's leaving. Would you excuse me for just a second and let me run over? And I like that one better. Well, it's a good one. Now, I want to tell you, honestly, the best one for me, and I tell people always be honest because I don't like to lie because I don't have a good memory. I don't remember what I told you. So just tell them the truth. And I'll just say if they're talking, say, John, you know, I really enjoy talking to you. It's uh, We've gone a few months here, but I promised myself tonight that I would network and see as many people as I could and meet new people. And I know you probably feel the same way. So if it's okay with you, I'm going to go ahead and continue meeting people. So let me have your card so I can put it in my left pocket. There you go, buddy. Well, I tell you what, be careful because I do that all the time. People watch, so which, which pocket does it go in? And that's a good way to let people know how you feel about them. And I'll say that's, you know, yeah. I had a lady the other day that I took my card back from her. She asked for my card, and I said, uh, you're, you know, I come here, come over here. She was just annoying, very good salesperson, but hammer, 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 trying to buy this. Well, thing. wait a minute, a very good salesperson, hammer, hammer, hammer. I don't call that a very good salesperson. Well, she thought she was, but I, she, oh, there you go. I, I think a good salesperson is an aggressive, is a, doesn't give up. Uh, one of the best salespeople I've ever seen is like a three-year-old child that wants a piece of candy at the store. You know, why? Give me, give me, give me. That's the best salesperson in the world. They don't give up. They're constant. They're, Till mom just breaks down. So I say that a good, she was an aggressive salesperson, and I just pulled her aside and I said, this is not working for me. I'd like my card back because I cannot refer you. Why? And I explained, you, you didn't ask me any questions. You just got a product that you don't even know I need. So I just wanted to share with you. This is what I do. And she was very thankful, and she went on and she annoyed the next person. But it just, she was, she was laser focused on. Why? Because you're annoying. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people, she's just, she's just. I mean, God bless her. I mean, I want to help everybody, but not everybody's ready, you know. They're so now, do you? Uh, is it possible to set up a corporate networking program? Absolutely, absolutely. I had a uh, with that. Uh, I had a couple uh, again. I said that clients were attorneys. I do an event every quarter called a Nardi. N A R T Y. It's short for networking in a party. Mm -hmm. And uh, we did one at the Concourse Athletic Club uh, last month at the end of the month. And uh, we had about 65 uh, attorneys. Well, it, I asked the attorneys, what's a good referral for you? And they said, other attorneys, CPAs, accountants, and financial advisors. So I invited as many financial advisors and CPAs and attorneys. And it was so pleasant to do this because when you walked in, I said, I'm your host, Will Carraway. Well, who would you like to talk to? Well, my name is John. I'm a banker. I'd like to talk to a financial advisor or a CPA. And you, you know what you're there for. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just you're in the same business or the same industry. You know what you're there for. It's no BS. Let's talk business. What do you got? And then, by God, you like to go sailing? You got a grandkids, too? It was amazing. Got more business out of that 
Well, I didn't get a lot, but I got two or three accounts out of it. But it was a great event. So that idea is a very sound one. I wish more people would do that. So if if you have just left a networking event, how what are some of the um, things that would make it a that you should use to make it a success or call it a success what are some of the benchmarks how many people you met how many right hand cards you collected how many interesting conversations you got in how how do you gauge the success I give everybody a, a fair chance because they know that I'm a good person. I, I know I'm a good person, and uh, I try to share that with them. So what I do is I give everybody the same chance. I send out an email, and then I usually send out a handwritten uh, thank you card the next day. And then I call them within 48 hours. No, I don't want to be too aggressive. I really enjoyed I really enjoyed talking the other night, Joe. It was great talking about your granddaughter. I hope we can get together and have a cup of coffee. If you don't respond within a week, I'm going to call or either send another email. And then after that, about three times, then you're off of my, you know, my. That's the other thing I wanted to ask you. I've had people that just call and call and call. And I really didn't connect with them initially. And then they start sounding um, panicked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, they're, they're trying. They think you're trying to avoid them. And they're, they've got a great product. It's like, uh, you know, financial sales or any kind of thing. I need to make a sale. I made a contact. How come he's not calling me back? How come he won't respond to my email? What's going on? We had a good connection. Remember, you're on your schedule, not my schedule. You have to be polite and follow up. That's why a newsletter is always a good thing to keep following up because when they're ready, I've had people call me back after three months and go, oh, you wouldn't believe this. My dog has fleas. The checks in the mail. Blinds have more fun. They give all the excuses in the world, but they just weren't ready, and then they are. But I'm ready. To, I'll take their business at that time. Well, at that point, though, you're, you, you've established something that you have in common with them. Mm -hmm. So you don't really have to talk about trying to get the business. You can just continue to follow up on that. You're such a wise person because that's the key is building a relationship. You don't have to sell them. Sell the relationship. It's so good to talk to you. How have you been, Judd? Just want to check with you. How's it going? Hadn't heard from you. Do you can, who can I refer you to? Who are you looking for? And I go, man, this guy's really nice. He keeps following up. And, you know, maybe I should, you know. So it works. You don't have to sell, but keep that relationship. As you know, it's hard to get new customers. It's even harder to keep the old ones. Yeah. Right. And then once you lose one, yeah. gosh, it's so expensive to try to get another absolutely. one. Absolutely. It's, it's just amazing. So that's one of the things I recommend to people. And that's why I focus on the referral business, because networking is one way to get that referral business. You know, one of the things that I do mm -hmm. is I try to remember things about customers and um, about that would be personal to them. And Good so the you. next time I see them, I'll ask them about that. Good for you, sir. Good Not about you. how's your business. You know, he probably doesn't want to talk about his business at the moment. Chances are he's a little beat up anyway in today's yeah. world. So, you know, talk about something that's pleasant to him. How was your trip to India? Did you get to see your mom? That kind of stuff. If you can remember all that, that's great. Uh, there's something that we get, a, as some people get older, called CRS, can't remember stuff. You know, so, but I try to write stuff down, uh, individual stuff on their contacts. You know, haven't seen them in a while, I call them up. And I tell you another thing that really is nice is if you drive in the car, if you'll sit down and maybe make five or six calls a day in the car, not texting, but when you stop sign, put them on your contact and say, hey, I haven't talked to John in a year. John, it's so nice to talk to you. I haven't talked to you in a year. I just want to call up. How you doing? How's it going? And, and that's something that so few people even care about anymore is how somebody is doing. Well, how, when's the last time you had somebody call and didn't want to want you to do something? Just said hi, want to call and see how you. Well, <laughs> I found myself 
That's scary. No, I tell you what happened. I found myself thinking this person wants something. Yeah. Every time they call, they want something. Exactly. So I didn't want to answer the call. So <laughs> I started thinking, well, if I'm thinking like that, I need to be careful. So I would just call people and say, I haven't talked to you in a while. I hope, you know, just call them to say hi. Absolutely. And ask them, you know, I'm calling you because I do a lot of networking, got a lot of people, and I want to rekindle our relationship and let you know I was still interested in keeping a relationship. Who is a good referral for you? Who can I introduce you to? That's a way to break it off and just say, well, I just called to say hi. They're thinking like you. They want something. I've got a lot of contacts. I network a lot. i got a lot of people in my social network and on my LinkedIn. Can I help you with any? Who are you looking for? Just want to call and say hi. Got to go. Call me if I can think of it. Yeah, and that's a big mistake people make. Well, I've got 2,000 friends on Facebook. So what? So? <laughs> how, who, can you, who can you refer me to? Who can you, who can, how can I help you be more successful? Right. What kind of a lead do you want? And people go, well, this is what I'm looking for. And it starts a conversation. Well, Will, we've, we've covered our time. And um, I want to, uh, Mike wants to say something. Mike, come on in. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt. I've I, I found this to be a fascinating show. When Thank you do you. something like, I've had so many questions. Will's got to come back. Okay. Well, he will. Okay. I'd love to. I'd love to. Uh, so the question I have is, uh, you know, who can I refer to you to? At some point, though, don't you need to follow up and actually refer people, though? Absolutely. That can't just be a throwaway line. No, no, that's another thing. That's another, there's a whole art form. You have to be sincere. Absolutely. You have to be. But remember that I'm not going to refer you unless I like you and trust you. Because if I refer you and you screw up, who are they going to be mad at? Mm -hmm. You or me? They're going to be mad at me. So when I refer you, I'm going to say, okay, this is what I'd like to do. Let me call John or Joe or whatever and say, tell them I'm going to call. Or I can hook you both up with an email and introduce you at the same time, which would be better for you. Mm -hmm. I'd rather call and say, I'm going to have a guy call you. It takes a few extra seconds, but it means so much to people. Or walking up to somebody in a networking event and said, you know, I don't know you, but you, this, you know this guy? He's really a good guy. He's, he's the best banker. He cares about his staff. He cares about the people he works for. And he goes out of his way to help everybody, regardless if they're at the bank or not. That makes a big statement about him. And if mm -hmm. I know you that well, I'll say that about you. And I think you, that I know that so far. But that makes a lot. Man, God, somebody else or tooting your horn? That's what we need, other people tooting our horns. And yeah, stuff. and... It, the, the practice of asking for referrals, I've always felt that to be a little cheap. Absolutely. absolutely. I'll refer you if I want to. You don't have to ask me. Well, it's one of the things is, uh give you a quick story that someone told me. He said, uh, I, was, I was in this business for several years, four or five years, doing pretty well, but he realized his mother never sent him any business, not a single one. Went over to the house and said, Mom, kids aren't going to have Christmas this year. And she says, Why? Are you broke? Need money? He says, No. I, I work for business, and I, you have not sent me any business in the, the last four years I've been in business. She looked at him in the eyes and said, I didn't know you wanted me to. So the point is, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. When mm -hmm. you say, I'm looking for this kind of person, who are you looking for? It's mm -hmm. the way you say it, not what you say. Right. All right, we've got to wrap this up, but i got to tell you a couple things that really have, have happened to me recently that i got to let everybody know has made me cut people off is when – I get an email from someone I don't know, and they say, uh, you know, we were talking the other day, and you told me to follow up, hmm. uh, where they just outright lie. You know, I left you a voicemail, and, and uh, now I'm trying to follow. No, you didn't leave me a voicemail. I don't know who you are, so <laughs> don't try to do that. Um, so I, I like the idea of being sincere. 
you know, don't talk about things that you're comfortable with and, and don't lie so that you remember what you said. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's, re- it's not a numbers game, is it? It's a relationship game. Absolutely. Always tell the truth. Like you said, but these people that are, are harassing you or, or pushing false agendas on you, be open and honest. My wife, uh, you know, the question comes up when your wife or spouse says, does this dress make me look fat or make my look? But I would never say. No. <laughs> no, I would never say that. I would say because <laughs> she wants, she trusts me. And I always say the truth. I'll say, honey, that dress uh, that you're wearing tonight uh, might may be a darker color might be more appropriate for the event tonight oh, i and, see you're smooth no i, I just I, i'm uh, just i'm uh, off the, i am off the cuff baby what well, you see is what you get it's called embellishing and i always tell the truth but it sometimes people like to are not good with hearing the truth yeah but they want to hear what you meant to say it's not what i said it's what i meant to say. sure i got it i got it all right well listen <laughs> will once you tell i've had enjoyed the conversation as mike said we will have you back and um uh tell folks how you're the name of the company and how they can get in touch with you. My company's name is Chief Networking Executive, and it's uh, the website is chiefnetworkingexecutive.com. And I do referral uh, networking, and I do uh, motivational speaking. So if you have a, a fear or an issue or a challenge or just want to talk, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll be glad to consult with you uh, free of charge. Okay, good. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. And um, um, it's been a really good show. And uh, – embassy national bank thanks you for listening and um we will see you next time in the meanwhile as we've always said on this show throw fear in the back seat um and now we've learned on this show uh pick up the phone and start networking and stop <laughs> selling there you go okay start well we'll see you all next time thank you thank you very much